Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for what I think will be a short solo episode, um, recapping the Talent Development Think Tank, the conference that happened just a few weeks ago in January of 2020, and uh, giving you some tips on how to organize a successful event or conference yourself. I know many of you out there in the talent development HR space are organizing internal events, offsites, workshops, um, training programs, things like that. And uh, I've done an episode on this topic before, and uh, I thought that recapping our event might be helpful for you as you think about your own internal events, or maybe you're also involved in uh, some other associations like SHRM or ATD or creating your own and you're organizing events, and this can be helpful for you as well. So first of all, if you weren't there, uh, you missed an absolutely amazing event, the Talent Development Think Tank, which happened back on January 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Uh, it was originally scheduled for November. We ended up postponing it because of the wildfires in Sonoma and rescheduled to January. Uh, we lost a few people that couldn't make it in January, but we sold some tickets to some people that uh, couldn't make it in November and ended up coming in January. And so um, things worked out really well. Uh, the event went off without a hitch, um, almost a hitch. I got sick on the way out there, and I was really sick the day before in bed in my hotel room the entire day. Um, but I got up the next morning knowing that I needed to get on that stage. And when I got downstairs and started seeing some of the people and uh, the room set up and everything, I got excited. And then uh, being an extrovert, I tend to get my energy from others. I feed off the energy in the room. Once I got on stage uh, to kick things off, the adrenaline started really pumping and uh, everything went great from there. Um, I kicked things off, trying to make things, you know, we always, we had a vision to make this different than anything else out there in the HR talent development space. Uh, so we wanted to put together a conference that was highly interactive, engaging, and I know we did that. And I wanted to set the tone from the beginning uh, that it would be different. Uh, so I had people do a little bit of a visual visualization exercise. I asked some people, you know, why they were, they were there. Um, we went to the crowd right away. And then we kicked things off with our opening keynote from Mr. Josh Burson, who kind of gave the state of HR and people development, if you will, uh, in 2020. A lot of thought-provoking information and slides that came at us. And then we leveraged that information uh, as we went through the breakout sessions the rest of the day. Then we heard from Liz Weissman as our closing keynote that evening. She was phenomenal, of course, uh, just absolutely wonderful. And then we had a great dinner. 
Uh, and then the next day was full of more interactive sessions. We heard from uh, my friend Christine DiDonato in the morning, who stepped up as our opening keynote. Originally, it was supposed to be Julie Winkle Giulioni, who uh, ended up having an injury and couldn't make it. And Christine stepped up and just crushed it as our opening keynote on day two. Uh, people loved her. She talked all about uh, accelerating your career growth and uh, kind of in terms of what you can do for yourself and what you can do for others. And she has a great program that we offer called Accelerate Me that is geared towards early career professionals. And it's one of, quickly become one of my favorite programs. I facilitated it with her in Chicago a couple of weeks ago for a client. And uh, it was a great program to see because so many companies are struggling with keeping their, their star early career hires. And this is all about helping with a t uh, retention in that area and helping people really take ownership of their career, uh, which is something I'm passionate about. If you follow me, you know I'm writing a book on this very subject right now. Uh, Christine is writing a book as well. She's a little bit ahead of me. And uh, we're keeping tabs. We've become good friends. And we'll be probably marketing together on that as our books come out this year. Um, so back to the conference, we closed strong with an amazing keynote from Michael Bungay-Stanier, who's become a friend of mine as well. And it was the, one of the best, if not the best keynotes I've ever seen. Um, if you weren't there, I'm sorry you missed it. If you were there, you're nodding your head right now going, oh my gosh, yes, that was amazing. Uh, and I recently interviewed Michael again about his new book. Uh, if you haven't heard my interview with him in the past, uh, go back and find that interview I did with him uh, about the coaching habit. It was a great interview. And then I recently interviewed him again uh, live on LinkedIn. So you can go find that on my LinkedIn profile uh, or you can wait for the interview to come out in a few weeks uh, about his new book, The uh, the Advice Trap, which is coming out on February 29th. So you can go to Amazon now and pre-order that too if you want to. So everything was uh, it lived up to our expectations, actually exceeded all of my expectations and our vision of having something being interactive. And it's interesting that we were able to set ourselves apart with that, that so many events are not doing that. And I recently heard a study uh, or some numbers that said that basically 20% of what we learn comes from people telling us what to do and close to 70% comes from experience. So why are so many conferences and trainings for that matter so boring and so, you know, full of lectures and death by PowerPoint. And I, I think the answer is laziness. You know, it's easy to just hand somebody a clicker and put them on stage and say, hey, talk about what you know, and then people will listen to you and they'll learn stuff and they'll appreciate it. Um, but the fact of the matter is people often uh, tune out, they zone out if it's not engaging, if it's not energetic, if it's not interactive. And so we wanted to change the game on that. All of the programs that I run, all of the training and development that I offer, all the leadership programs I run, um, in my main business, uh, which is connecting companies with exceptional learning solutions, is all experiential. And everything we did at the conference was interactive, experiential, with the, I think the one exception was Josh Burson's opening keynote. Uh, and we plan on doing the same thing next year uh, with the Talent Development Think Tank, which is going to be happening uh, again in January 2021. Uh, so get ready to mark your calendars. Um, I will have more information for you that uh, on that soon, or you can go to our website, talentdevelopmentthinktank.com and all the information is there. Uh, we don't have our uh, speakers or breakout sessions or agenda listed yet for next year, but we will have that up there soon. So I promised you I would give you some tips on how to run a successful conference or a successful event. And so I wanted to give those to you now. Um, number one is, is know and or define your niche and your target participants. So know who you want to be there, right? Don't just throw something out and say, this is for anybody who wants to come. Uh, it might be an event for 
uh, people who are working in marketing or finance or sales or something who have been there for two to five years or whatever it is, know who you're targeting. For us, we were targeting you, people who work in HR, talent development, learning and development, organizational development. That's it. We did have some business leaders come from other parts of businesses, uh, but that's because they found the event and they decided to come. Uh, but it's not because we targeted them. Uh, it's just because it was available and they heard about it. But we targeted people specifically in HR, learning and development, talent development. Um, number two, um, find a, a marquee speaker or a reason why people are going to come. Uh, people need that compelling reason. For conferences, I think people come for the speakers, and then the long-term value is really more in the people they meet there. Um, but originally, they're often attracted by the speaker, the big name, um, the promise of what they're going to learn, what they're going to get, that sort of thing. So we early on booked uh, Josh, uh, Josh Burson and Liz Weissman to be our keynote speakers because we knew that people didn't know who we were. So we wanted to create, you know, we needed some bigger names on there to kind of legitimize this. And they were both uh, fantastic. And then we eventually got Michael Bungay Stanier as well. Uh, number three, focus on your strengths and delegate or outsource your weaknesses. Uh, so you might be good at the details and maybe you need someone who can handle marketing or maybe it's the opposite. Um, but whether it's an internal or an external event, think about the team you have in place, where you could get help, where you could delegate if you need to. Um, for the Talent Development Think Tank, I have a partnership with my friend Bennett Phillips and he handled all the logistics, the agenda, behind the scenes stuff. I did all the marketing, the podcasting, um, and the run of show, uh, being on stage, introducing speakers, that sort of thing. We knew our roles really well and we stayed in our lanes. Obviously, we overlapped and did some things here and there. Uh, but for the most part, we stuck to our roles. Um, we also outsourced and had an event coordinator handle all the really minutiae details that neither of us um, would have been good at or would have thought of because we've never organized something like this before. Uh, so hire experts. I wrote down as well if you need to. Uh, so we had an event coordinator. I hired my friend Lauren Davis to run social media. We had a hotel booker. Uh, we had a videographer. We had a web designer. Uh, we had an expert for all of these things because um, that's not our strength. Uh, number five, tell everyone you know multiple times. Number six, market on relentlessly on multiple channels. And number seven, find a way to stand out in your market. So what is your story? What are you telling? What, why, do you, why should people come? Why should you stand out? And then tell people more often than they, you think they need to be told. I think this applies internally and externally, multiple emails. People always say, oh, I'll get to that later. I've got a full inbox. Uh, and then it takes a long time for them to get to it. Uh, and get around to booking it. I know when I look at conferences, I often look multiple times before I actually book it. And I knew that would be the case for this one too. Uh, and it was. Um, number eight, tell a story and make people feel like they're all part of something. Uh, I love that. We try to tell a story throughout uh, as we were organizing and marketing this conference, the Talent Development Think Tank. And that story was we wanted to create something different than what was out there. We wanted to create something that allowed people to really connect learn and grow from each other to leverage the experience in the room um, and leverage our networks and really bring people together. And I think people connected to that and they came out for that. Uh, and if you have a story you can tell about your event, I think that would be really helpful. Um, number nine, I wrote down leverage all mediums, uh, social PR, podcast, etc. That applies more to uh, external events, but maybe internally there are multiple channels where you could be marketing your event, your training, um, your offsite, whatever it may be. Uh, number 10, I wrote down, make it interactive. I already talked about the importance of making things engaging and interactive. Uh, don't rely on the same old lectures and death by PowerPoint. Please try to inject some experience into it. 
the science shows that's how people learn. That's what will make them happier and more engaged. Um, so try to make it engaging. Um, <clears throat> make it personal. Number 11, if you can, you know, what is it about? Who's connected to it? Who's organizing it? Um, people care more about it when it's personal. Uh, number 12, I wrote down surprise and delight. You know, can you do some things to surprise people and really delight them, um, go above and beyond? So um, I sent personal videos to almost everybody who bought tickets, uh, kind of surprise and delight. Uh, number 13, give uh, additional access, a VIP option if possible. We did that for our event. Uh, number 14, uh, get sponsors that align with your values. We had a couple sponsors that helped cover some of our costs and they uh, aligned really well with our values and we were very happy. Uh, we had USC Marshall School of Business Executive Education as our premier sponsor uh, and we couldn't be more excited. Not only uh, are we well aligned in how we approach learning and development, uh, but I am a proud graduate of the USC Marshall School of Business for my MBA, so it was really cool to have them involved. Um, number 15, have great food and snacks. Uh, so important, whether you're doing training, workshop, off-site, conference, live event, uh, have snacks and coffee available to people, otherwise you're going to face a revolt. Uh, number 16, have people share it on social media, so don't just rely on you sharing things. Uh, get other people to share if you can. Um, you know, that word of mouth and, and other people sharing on social is great. Uh, number 17, get video and testimonials uh, if you can for next time. So we had a videographer at our event. We got testimonials from our attendees that we can use for next time. And if you're running internal training, you could do that as well. Treat it like it's a business and you need to market for future events. Get some testimonials and, uh, you know, run those. So when people see their colleagues raving about a training or an offsite they went to that, you know, maybe they want to go to that next time as well. All right. So that was uh, quickly my 17 tips for how to host a successful conference. I'm just one man, uh, part of a partnership hosted our first conference. Take it with a grain of salt. You may have organized more events than me. Maybe you've got other things in there you would add uh, or take away. Uh, but I hope this gives you some things to think about as you're potentially organizing your own events, trainings, conferences, offsites, and if you need help, if you've got a big offsite coming up, a manager offsite uh, or something else, and you want some element of experiential learning in there, some interactivity, or you just want a really great keynote uh, who is engaging and will teach some people some things that will take away, please reach out to me. I would be happy to help. I've got a huge network of uh, solution providers, a huge portfolio of learning solutions, and a great network of speakers, including myself. Uh, I love to do speaking and interactive sessions as well. Uh, my email is astorch, A-S-T-O-R-C-H, at advantageperformance.com. And this episode, like all of ours, are sponsored by Advantage Performance Group. And uh, you can find out more information about uh, some of our solutions as well as get some of our res free resources by going to talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Uh, if you go to talentdevelopmenthotseat.com, you're going to see all of our episodes on there. Uh, if you click on free resources, you're going to see some of our free resources from the podcast, like the top trends in talent development, the top books that people are reading. Uh, there's more coming. Uh, and then we have some other free resources on um, dealing with the younger generation in the workforce, becoming a multiplier, um, emotional intelligence, uh, all kinds of really cool stuff on there. Uh, so just go check that out, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Uh, and uh, if you have any feedback, ideas, or you need help with that event, please do reach out to me. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Send me a message or send me an email, astorch at advantageperformance.com. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you, and I hope to see you at the next Talent Development Think Tank. Cheers.